Well, I know you all agree with me. It's been wonderful to be here. We've heard from the Lord, ain't we? I appreciate the preaching and uh, count myself blessed to have been sitting in the pew listening to it. Spoke to my heart, and I thank the Lord for it. <clears throat> been a good service. Been a good meeting tonight. The singing, my seemed like my spirit just rested in the singing, and my soul was being blessed as we sang about the Lord and all He's done. It's been a good place to be. I trust you pray for us tonight. I want to be a blessing to you and a help to you. You know, look with us in the book of Acts, chapter 20 tonight. It's good to see each one. It's been good to be here with you these nights and the fellowship today. Good to see all my preacher friends tonight and brothers in the Lord. Appreciate all you Christian folks tonight. The Lord's people's good people. I've been trying to not make mistakes in front of my girls, and we always parents make mistakes, but I want them to grow up knowing God's people's good people. People make mistakes, but I don't want to grumble and complain in front of them and then be bitter toward church people and people. I've been hurt, you know, at times and things, but the Lord's just really touched my heart and, and wanted me to be positive with my girls and, and let them know how good God's people are. And uh, I appreciate the Lord's people. and. Appreciate being in a fellowship tonight, being in assembly tonight. Lord, touch my heart with this and direct me this way. And I believe tonight that the Lord will be able to link it up with what we've already heard. It uh, it'll complement uh, what's already been preached to our hearts. Uh, many of you are familiar with this text here in Acts chapter twenty about Eutychus, who the young man who was sitting in the wind of light. And uh, Paul preached long, and he fell down, fell asleep, fell out, and was dead and taken up, and life was restored. But I want to read it to you, and I want to say a few things, and then tell you what the Lord's put on my heart. Verse 7 of Acts chapter 20. And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech unto midnight. So Paul's leaving in the morning and he's got a lot to say. That's why he preached a long time. He feels like he's got to say it now. Amen. He's got, he preached a long time. But he's intending to leave, depart in the next morning. So he's got a lot on his heart and a little time to say it. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together. And there sat in a window a young man named Eutychus being fallen into a deep sleep. And that as Paul was long preaching... He sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. And he therefore was come up again, when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even until the break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. I want to preach from this scripture tonight with the help of the Lord. On, uh, I want to use this thought tonight that the Lord give me. Uh, are you all in? Now, the Lord touched me on that about preaching on, are you all in tonight? Are you all the way in? Are you all in? And uh, I think I've probably heard that phrase mentioned and in reverence to this because immediately this scripture come to my heart. And so I'm sure I'm not preaching nothing new tonight. But Eutychus, I 
have heard people say he fell out. Uh, and he did fall out the window. The Bible says he fell down from the window and the fall, he was taken up dead so it killed him. Looks like that he's resurrected here. And, uh, and so this is what we read. I've heard it preached of negative things about Eutychus. How could you fall asleep when the Apostle Paul was preaching? But there's been some times in my life sitting under some real good preachers. I was glad for the pew behind my back. The flesh is weak tonight. It's just that way. And we know that Eutychus was uh, wounded and he died from a fall. We can relate to that tonight. We all have that inherited upon us. Our spiritual condition, we have died from a fall. But we all have been restored to life if we're saved tonight. And through the power of the Word of God... And I'm glad of that tonight. And we could look at that and, and glean from the text tonight and, and find some good, good things to say about that. But there is some thoughts that the Lord's put on my heart. Eutychus fell. Uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't have a problem with the preaching. It, not that he had a bad motive, but he just fell asleep. He was a young man. He got tired. There's been messages preached to young people. There's been messages and classes done on this actual text about not just wearing young people out. I mean, I've read upon this and researched this and I've come up with all kinds of stuff that I've heard said that I've read. Some of it's very interesting tonight. But God's got something that He wants to say to us tonight. God's got something He's already said and God's got something else that He wants to say. So I wonder tonight, are you all in? I've heard it said tonight that Eutychus fell out they said the reason he fell out is he wasn't all in. If he had been all in, he wouldn't have fell out. I've heard that. You ever heard that? I've heard that. And so tonight it is important that we're all in. It's very important that we're all the way in. I'm glad I'm saved tonight. And if I'm really saved, I'm all the way in. And it's my standing with Christ and in my position in the Lord Jesus, I'm all the way in. When it comes to being saved tonight, you're either in or you're out tonight. Are you in tonight? Are you all the way in? I got all the way in when I got born again that night. At the age of 12, He pulled me in. He threw out the old lifeline, the net. The gospel came to me and, and God reeled me in. <coughs> drew me in. Brought me into the fold. And I'm glad I'm in tonight. I'm glad I'm all the way in. <coughs> in that aspect. But are you all the way in tonight? Are you all the way in in your relationships tonight? I'm just going to preach what's on my heart. Try to help you. Are you all the way in? In the book of Colossians chapter 3, he tells us some things about how we can be and, and things to do and how to treat one another. Be forgiven. If any man has a quarrel, uh, forgive as Christ forgave. Tells us that we need to take on charity. It's the bond of perfectness. We need to let the peace of God rule in our hearts. God wants us to have peace. And He said we are also called in one body. We're called to be at peace among ourselves. Tells us to be thankful. Then He tells us to let His Word richly dwell in us with all wisdom. And says we're to help one another, teach one another, and admonish one another. 
in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts unto the Lord. And it tells us here to whatsoever we do in word or deed, He says do it. And I don't think it's no coincidence the Holy Spirit led me here. I just was reading and I don't know if you've ever done this. I'm not trying to act too spiritual. But I know this is not in bold print. But when I read it, it said do all in. Do it all in tonight. Are you all in? He said do it all in the name of the Lord. And he tells us to give thanks to God by the Father. He mentions wives here submitting to their own husbands. I wonder, lady, tonight, that man needs to know that you're all in. I mean, you need to be all in in your relationships tonight. That friend needs to know that you're all in in that friendship. We've got a great problem. We've been wounded. All of us have. People in our country, young people, have not seen good examples in their homes from their parents. And so people are afraid of commitment. We're scared to be all in. Amen? We're scared of it. People's been wounded at church. Maybe you're here tonight and you want to commit, but you just can't let yourself be all in because you've had a bad experience You've been wounded somewhere and you're not all in. But God wants you all in tonight. He wants you all the way in. He wants you to feel secure in it. He wants us to feel secure in our relationships. And so He mentions, Husbands, submit yourself. Wives, submit yourself unto your husbands as it is fit unto the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Uh, we need to one another, we need to know it there needs to be a mental awareness and there needs to be a security in our heart that we're all in. When hard times come, I know I'm not going to go through this alone because there's somebody that's all in with me. Amen tonight. And we need that in our relationships in this life. That's a great part of Christianity. Uh, uh, You know, it's not as I'm in this to get what I can get, but I'm in this to give and be a help. I told a brother back home he struggled He's been hurt and seemingly he deals with some bitterness and we've been honest with one another and he's my friend and he's having a hard time finding a place but my prayer for him is that he'll find a place then he will see that God's got a place somewhere for him and a lot of times he wants to go he's really in that place where he really needs to be ministered to and he's got children and he wants help and so he goes sometimes and he doesn't get the help he needs but I told him I said just find you a place and it may not be altogether what you want it to be but go all in that's what we need we need a people of commitment that's come and say hey with God's help I can make something great better God can use me I can be a plug in the hole in the dam amen I can help hold things together I can be of benefit and that's what God does with us God wants to use us but he can't use us tonight to our full potential unless we're all in tonight and God's put this on my heart and God's talking to somebody tonight and wants you to be in and all the way in tonight maybe it's this place here by the side of the road that you're pondering a commitment I don't know I'm not trying to draw conclusions tonight but if it is and God's leading you I say go all in tonight you're not going to go wrong being faithful to a place where the preacher's faithful and the 
Word of God is. I'm not here advocating for this church, but I'm advocating for God. I'm here for God. I want to encourage you and tell you, listen, let's not be as the world is, holding back all the time. Men, we're, we're down in the end. We're down in the long stretch of the journey. It's time to go all in tonight. In the early church, there they were. And I mean, they was, they was really going all in. I mean, the Holy Ghost had fell upon the apostles and they was preaching the Word of God and gave great witness of the resurrection. There was one named Barnabas, I believe it was. He sold his land and laid it at the feet of the apostles. The others, they was throwing it all in. And they was coming together and for the cause of Christ they was making great sacrifices and they was committing to one another and they was saying I'm all in are you all in and they could say that in the grits I'm all in and then you flip over to the next chapter it tells us there was a man named Ananias Ananias who had a wife named Sapphira and they come together and talked about it and they also took land and sold it but they kept back part privately they looked like they was all in but they was not all in and the Holy Ghost told the man of God he said listen and it ain't all the time people fear the preacher I believe you ought to respect him but it's God who you're going to have to answer to it's God who knows whether you're all in or not tonight and the Bible said he said you've lied to God and and God used that uh, to bring fear and respect for holy things brother they died because they wasn't all in great fear came upon the church God used this You'll find this a lot in the book of Acts. God wanted that church to be strong. God said, you can't play with this. This thing's important. I mean, my glory's at stake. My name's at stake. This is my church. This is my bride. And you can't play with her like that. You're either all in, or God says, I can't help you. And it's that way. Now, it's fearful things sometimes to go all in. It was scary for me to say I do in the altar to my wife the very day I did it. Now somebody said that's I wouldn't be that honest, Brother Jeremy. I knew what I was doing, brother. I was making a commitment for life. I was all in. I knew that that very day, and I think it needs to be approached that way, I knew that that very day that I was going to give myself to her, never to give myself to another, until death do you part. And I needed to know she was all in. And she needed to know that I was all in. That's what he says here. That makes for a healthy home. That makes for happy children. Look at what they have to live to today, live through. Little old babies don't know whether daddy's going to be there tomorrow night or not. That's right. Youngins don't know. Mamas don't know. Somebody said, Brother, we're in a day of failed marriages and divorce. You're going to hurt somebody. No, I'm going to help somebody. You know my heart tonight. I've got wonderful friends that's been through hurtful things. and But I'm glad tonight the truth is staying and we need it. And everybody, all of God's people know I'm preaching right and know I'm in this thing right. And you know what it is. You know the hurt that it brings <coughs> when one party ain't all in. I mean, we can only give as much as we give. But the Bible says two are better than one. Two is better than one. There's, God used marriage to reveal the mystery of the church and His relationship with the church. I'm glad tonight we got a Savior, Brother Roger, that was all in. Brother preached tonight about a Savior that was all in. 
He was right. He told us right. Brother, he was all in when he walked out of that garden that day. Peter drew his sword out and cut that man's ear off. Christ picked it up and put it back on. He said, if my kingdom was of this world, I would fight. But it's not. He, you don't understand it, but I'm all in. He said his face like a flint toward Calvary. There was times that they tried to take him and kill him, but nothing, it couldn't be. His hour was not yet come, but when it come time, nothing could prevent it. He was going to go all the way because he was all in tonight. Now sometimes we need some incentive to go all in. There's no better incentive than to look at the one who went all in for you. See, if I do it for somebody, I'll always live and think I'm giving my all. But are they giving their all? And so it's hard sometimes when you base your commitments based on somebody else. I got out of bed this morning and I dressed up and I come down here to church and I prayed for Brother Logan and so and so ain't here. Hey, hey. Amen. They took off this weekend. I'm here, but they ain't here. I don't feel like I can do that. How can they do that? Well, you've got to understand, you're not in it for them. You're not all in for them. You're all in for the Lord tonight. And when you get it deep in your heart, when you, when you break a commitment, you break it to the one that loved you that much, and that hurts. That'll hurt you because you're motivated by love, and you just got to love somebody that loves you back. Amen. And so we need some incentive to be all in. And there's no better incentive than what we've heard tonight. We can't go wrong being all in for one like that. We can't go wrong. I mean, he, he inspires he inspires us to be all in. I mean, we can't lose investing in the kingdom. We couldn't lose tonight selling out for Him. We can't lose tonight throwing it all on the line. Oh, glory to God. Are you all in tonight? God wants you all in. Are you standing at the threshold tonight just thinking about coming in, just thinking about giving it all to God and maybe you're afraid to? And you need some incentive. I'm glad he didn't hold back nothing. He didn't keep back nothing. He could have called on 10,000 angels, but he didn't. He suffered it all because he loved me. He was all in all the way till he cried, It's finished. And so the demands were satisfied because we had a Savior who was all in. He was all in in eternity past. And then his flesh got all in when he became man. He was all in all the way. All of him, every bit of his being, was all in. Sometimes we're in here in body, we're all in. We're all in in body tonight, but we're all not in in spirit. Sometimes we're all in 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 presence, but we're not all in in heart. He said, you honor me with your mouth, but your heart's far from me. But He wants your heart. He wants all of you. He wants you to be all in tonight. What's God telling you? Where do you need to be all in at? What is He saying? I know He's saying more than I'm saying to you tonight. Do you need to be all in? Is you, are you wondering? Is there part of you that's wanting to drift on your commitment, on your obligation? There's a fellow back home. I mean, I agreed with him. I said amen when he said it. 
He said, when we commit to our church or when we commit to something and then one day we just don't feel like it. We just don't feel like giving our all or we don't feel like doing what we have agreed to do. We maybe don't feel like being there. He said, then duty ought to kick in. But I will tell you that I have went a little while on duty and it gets old real quick. It runs old. I think he was right. But I'm telling you, the Lord made it so that we don't have to go a long time on duty. No, He he will fill us with love for Him. He will fill us with joy. I mean, if He didn't come by every now and then touch us in a special way, we would run out of desire. But He refills our desire. I mean, listen tonight. It's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with just being all in. The word fanatic, the root word is fan. I mean, we got people who's going to love their team whether they're winning or losing. They're died in the war. Kentucky, whether they're any good or not. Tennessee, North Carolina, such and such. I mean, they're all in. But they're not that way with God. They're not that way in their relationships, in their marriages. As long as it's good. As long as... He can give me the things I want uh, as long as whatever. And the flesh is tempted. Eutychus' flesh, he couldn't, he couldn't, he, he fell asleep and fell out and was taken up dead. And it is so that your flesh will allure you. Your flesh will cause you to be half-hearted in spiritual matters. But God wants you all in. An incentive to be all in is to consider Him and do it for Him tonight. <coughs> I've seen people change things. <clears throat> I'll be very brief here, but just situations or uh, the subjects of modesty. I'm a very loving... God's made me a loving person. I'm a loving pastor. But I've seen people change many things for other people. And then in a little while, they change back. And those people who told them to change are evil against them, enemies now. Both of them claim to be in the body of Christ. Both of them seem to be trying. But it becomes more of competition. And there are people who are self-righteous and they like for you to look bad. They ain't right, I promise you that. I don't even know if they're saved. I'm just laying it out there tonight. But what will incentivize you to do what's right is when the motives are as right as He said and when the things you do comes out of an inspiring work of God in your heart and it's progressive. The work of sanctification. There's a holiness preacher back home. He's good, Brother Ken. Brother Cole Campbell is a good young church of God holiness preacher. Good enough. And I pastor a Baptist church and some's probably listening to this tonight. But God the Holy Ghost told me on a Wednesday night when I could be there to let Brother Cole come and I was like Peter I said well this may not go over good but I'm going to obey God rather than man and he come down to church I was away in a meeting but I knew God told me and they said he preached that night as a hope of a tree if it be cut down that yet through the sin of water that it'll bud again it'll bloom again and they said God's power was on him preaching how that book of Job my sister said I got out real early the next morning went out in the yard to throw out some scraps and she said I know 
know that God helped that young man preach. She said, I was raking out them scraps and I looked over at an old stump that had been cut down and she said, there's a little green sprout was a growing out of that. She said, don't ever doubt that you done the right thing of getting him to come. God was in it, but he's a holiness preacher and he was preaching over at the church and he said, some of you ladies, I like you and appreciate you being modest, but he said, your dress is long, but so is your gossiping tongue. <laughs> and so, so some people need to worry about other things and put first things first. You know what I'm saying tonight? I mean, they may be all in outwardly, but they ain't all in here. Because if you're all in in here, it'll show out here. But if you ain't all in in here, it'll show out here too. And that's more hurtful. That's more hurtful than... You know, some things. I'm just trying to be honest. We just must be real about this thing. That's how we're going to help people is be real about it tonight. Are you all in? Are you struggling with being all in because of maybe some changes you've made and, and you realize that it really wasn't for the Lord? You, if you do it to please the brethren even, it becomes grievous. I thought about on the way down here, I thought about preaching in circles, you know. Sometimes it's called circles. You know, a certain fellowship. But when you just go in circles, you don't go nowhere. you just round and round. And I love the brethren tonight. But we ought not put one another under such. We need to be all in for the Lord. And if we hear about a brother going over yonder, we need to be all in in prayer for him. We need to be all in. We're on the same team tonight. I don't want to run with compromisers and I don't want to be associated with that. I understand I'm not preaching that tonight. But we need to be all in in our fellowship. I need to know that you're praying for me, not talking about me. I need to know that if I fall, you're going to help me up, not keep me down. I need to know that. And if you and I can let one another know that and feel that bond in our heart, there's power in that. And Jesus is honored in it. We need to be all in in our fellowship tonight. Ananias and Sapphira say was in the crowd but they wasn't all in and God knew they wasn't and God said listen if the church is going to go forward and the church is going to have power Jesus had already said by this shall men know you are my disciples if you have love for one another and then the Colossian letter says love not or the one writer said love not in word and just in deed but love in truth let it be from your heart. He said, or whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Do it for the Lord tonight. Then he goes on down, as I said, he talks about relationships. He even talks about father and children here. Ain't nobody can see through something fake like a child. They do know. They do know. They just know. I don't know how they know, but they just know. And uh, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. We don't want to discourage children. We want to encourage them. He says, Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singing of his heart, fearing God. Down at the job, all in. All in. That's what he's saying. You're Christians. You represent my name. And he says, if you ever feel like that the co-worker, he ain't all in, God said, then look at it this way. You're doing it for me. You're bringing honor to me. It's a lot easier to do it that way. Do it for me. Be all in for me. And then he says, and whatsoever you do, do it hardly as unto the Lord. Do it all in with all your heart. 
Love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. With all of your being, love the Lord. He says, do it hardly as unto the Lord, not unto men. Here's some good incentive. Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. Those Pharisees, they would do it for one another. Pat one another on the back, self-righteous. They would even pray and make long prayers to be heard of men. He said, that's their reward. But he said, if you do it, don't worry about who's seeing it. He said, I'm seeing it. I see it. Listen, God's seeing you. Listen, God's seeing you trying. You say, preacher, I ain't much, but I'm trying. God's seeing you trying. And God, God does as I would do and even much more to my children when I know they're trying. I don't want to discourage them when they're trying. Come on, child. I'll go before you. When the road gets rough, remember, He walked it before you. Our captain and high priest went before us. He suffered before us. There's no call too great if he says put it all in tonight. He's not asking too much of you. All in. Are you all in? Are you all in tonight? My heart's thrilled. I believe God's a happiness. He's helping me. I said, Lord, I've got about ten minutes. It's about all I can get up here and muster up. I didn't feel like I had much to say. But He's helping my heart. He's, are you all in tonight? He says, here's some incentive. He said, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. He said, knowing that, do you know this? He said, that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of your inheritance. For ye serve the Lord's, the Lord Christ. Anything that you do, and if you feel like the Lord's called you to put more in or great sacrifice or to be all in and you think that maybe you're missing something somewhere just to hear him say well done it's going to be worth it all he wants us to live in the understanding and the knowledge and our heart be warmed by the fact that he loved us that much he loved us Christ loved the church and gave himself for it Husbands loved your wife even as he loved the church and gave himself for it. God is honored in our commitments. God's honored when we keep our word. Especially in a day of, of people who will not make a commitment. Your family stands out and it honors God. You do, sister. And like I said, it is, listen, it is that ornament of a meek and quiet spirit that God calls for. Amen. He said that is in the sight of God of great price. And so how we carry ourselves, our attitude reflects on who owns us and who we claim to be. If we wear the name of Christian, let us wear it with honor. Let us not disgrace His name and half-heartedness he said to the church at Laodicea, you're not all in. I would to God, he said, that you was just really hot or cold, but you're not. You're lukewarm. 
And God said, therefore, I will spew thee out of my mouth. God says, you're in, but I'm not in. And I stand at the door and knock. And if anybody will hear my voice and open unto me, I'll come in and he'll sup with me and I'll sup with him. We'll have fellowship. Oh, we deprive ourselves by not being all in. So let's get all in tonight. I'm glad tonight. Eutychus, his name means fortunate. Eutychus was fortunate. He could have just been left laying there. (laughs) The Bible talks about that man who went down to Jericho, just fell among thieves. They stripped him of his raiment. Brother Tim left him half dead, took everything he had. There he laid. The, who was it? The two people, Levite and the priest, passed him by. Here come this old Samaritan. Jesus telling the story to those who hated them. He said he saw him. He couldn't leave him laying there. Had compassion on him. Run to him. Come to him when he couldn't get to him. Picked him up. Bound him up. Filled him up. Set him up on his own beast. Took him down to the inn. Put him up. Paid him up. Said take care of him. If there's any more is needed, I'm going to go, but I'll come back. If there's anything left hold, I'll pay it. It's not hard to be all in for a man like that. He didn't leave you laying. Eutychus was very fortunate. And you and I are fortunate tonight. We're fortunate by the grace of God that He didn't leave us laying because every one of us fell far enough that it killed us, brother. Every one of us were dead in trespasses and sin. But He looked down and didn't see us leave us laying. He came to us and life was restored. And that's the motive tonight. That's where we find it in our hearts to keep on going. That's where we find the strength when we're tempted to hold back a little. That's where we find the strength to go all in. There's been a lot of times in my life, and I question myself even tonight, Lord, is there some area in my life that I'm not all in? You say, well, you've got to be all in, preacher, or you wouldn't even be worthy to be in that pulpit. We are a work in progress. Every one of us tonight. He's working on me. Stay with me. Hopefully I won't fall too far back tonight and have to repent, but we're just faulty creatures. I believe that I need to be all in. I want the little church where I pastor to know that I'm all in, that I'm not going to just fly in there Sunday morning and leave them in a hard place. I want them to know that. They need that security. The sheep need to know that the shepherd ain't going to do that to them. That's why a lot of people won't commit. That's why they won't go all in. Because that hireling the first time. Now sometimes God does lead preachers to leave churches. But when that hireling sees that wolf coming and the sheep look up in fear and he calls them into the sheepfold that he's made for them, he says, don't you worry little sheep. I'm all in. I'm glad he is tonight. I'm glad he's all in. He ain't going to leave us. He said, I'll never leave you. Not once ever in my relationship with Him have I ever questioned, Lord, are you all in? He is tonight. He is. Ain't you glad we got that kind of a Savior? Brother Jacob, He's all in tonight. 
You ain't going to never lose a thing. Whatever God wants you to be. Some people think, well, you know, I've got to be this to, <coughs> to really be successful in the kingdom. You just be what God wants you to be. You be what God wants you to be. You find your place and you stay in it. Stay right there. And the Lord sees you there. And be all in in that tonight. Do it heartily from the heart. Ask God to help you. Be honest with Him. Tell Him if you're afraid. He'll take away your fears. He'll give you grace. He'll give you boldness to be all in. Are you all in? Whatever it is tonight God's talking to you about, let Him work on you. Understand that His will is is a perfect will tonight. The life lived for Him is the life that has fulfillment to it. It's the life that in Him is life and peace. Righteousness, uh, uh, the, the kingdom of God, as, as they would try to live their life under rules and what they could eat and couldn't eat and what they could drink and couldn't drink. And it was all about all of that. But the Lord Jesus said the kingdom of God's not meat and drink. But it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Our strength comes from Him. We don't have to muster it up. We don't go in our own power. But we go in the power He provides. You can be all in tonight. I appreciate the Lord tonight. Brother, you come on. I'm going to let you come tonight. I appreciate the good preaching, Brother Arterburn. I appreciate the liberty. The Lord's help tonight. I appreciate your attention. You search your heart and mind the Lord tonight.